Good morning, and welcome to Wanda's Picks, a black arts and cultural program of the African Sisters Media Network. And we are really excited today to have this special show to speak to the thespians nominated for the Adalco Awards at 50. Uh, Adalco is 50 years old this year, and this celebration awards night is happening on Monday, November 28th. And we're going to be speaking to a lot of nominees. And uh, so while we wait for Jackie Jeffries, the president of Adalco, to join us, um, we are going to be speaking to Rome Neal, you know, our hookup, <laughs> who is getting the Lifetime Achievement Award. He's a Lifetime Achievement Award honoree, and he is Artistic Theater Director of the New Eurekan Poets Cafe Theater Program, but he's also an actor, director, and producer. Good morning, Rome. How are you? Good morning, Wanda. Queen Wanda, good morning. So blessed to be on your show once again and to bring uh, about nine to ten folks uh, who are nominated and dealing with the Adelco Awards. Uh, again, like you said earlier, we have the president of Adelco, Jackie Jeffries, will be stepping in for a second. But um, mm-hmm. th- listen, we're so excited about this 50th anniversary of the Adelco Viv Awards. And when we say Viv, it's, it's named after the founder of Adelco, the great late Vivian Robinson, who who 50 years ago decided that, hey, after going to theaters and taking groups to theaters, she said, hey, we need to, we need to celebrate these folks. They have the Tonys and the Obies and the Drama Dust and stuff, for for their folks, now we need something for our folks. So we need the uh, Black Theater Award for Excellence in Black Theater. And she came up with the Adelco Awards Audience Development Organization. Um, and it's been going strong for 50 years. Um, it's, um, you know, I worked with her doing publicity for the Adelco Awards. And then after she surmised and went on to the Ancestors, there was Grace L. Jones who took over for another 11 years and doing a superb job. And I worked with her for uh, for 11 years doing publicity for the Adelco Awards. And now we have and Jackie Jeffries, the new queen on the block. <laughs> and uh, so it's been an honor to work with Jackie on the awards also and um, for the past three, I think about Three, four years I've been working with Jackie, just getting the word out about Adelco and how important it is to the theater community and the community, black theater community and the community in in general uh, for great theater and and just representing and and paying homage to the people who who make it up for... um, It's been like quite a few years, uh, over the years, I've received like many of these awards uh, two for directing one for the play uh, Shango de Ima by Pepe Carrillo a play that was nominated for seven awards and won all seven awards that year I remember so um, vastly because it was at the Apollo Theater that night and we rocked the place Wesley Snipes was one of the hosts and he uh, along with Phyllis Von Stickney and so many um, extravagant people who are in 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 the show business vernacular—they just came out and they were 
presenters. We just had a fantastic time. And then the play, uh, Don't Explain, by Samuel Hobbs, who was nominated for seven awards um, in 91 and won all seven awards, and which I directed. It was, and it starred none other than Ron Cephas Jones, who uh, won the uh, Adelco that year for lead actor and went on to his career just went on to another level uh, for him. Uh, a casting director came to see the show and just started booking them all over the place. And uh, just recently, over the years, he's, he's been nominated. He won two Emmy Awards for the hit show This Is Us. He played the grandfather character, William, on that show. Uh, so, you know, so so many wonderful things have happened for me with the Delco. And then my one-man show, Monk, about Thelonious Monk, I won... Uh, a solo performance award, uh, one awesome play by Lawrence Holder that he wrote for me. And uh, this particular play went toured all over the country. It went to Senegal, West Africa, the National Black Theater Festival. Uh, so I'm, I'm just feeling very blessed. Like my friend Johnny May said, I feel blessed and highly favored at this point in time to be honored to receive on that particular night, November 28th, 7.30 at the Tribeca Performing Arts Center to receive the Lifetime Achievement Award. Sometimes I get it mixed up. I keep saying Living Legend Award, and people say they laugh. My, one, of my <laughs> actors said, one of my actors says um, uh, last night at rehearsals for the Kwanzaa play, she said, the LLC, I said, what well, LLC? He said, uh, uh, Living Legend Chocolate. <laughs> it, was, it was so funny when she brought that to my attention. I said, you should hold on to that, bro. Living Legend Chocolate. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Adelco means so much, again, to, to me and has meant so much to me and so many people mm-hmm. over, over the years. Um, so mm-hmm. many people have won these awards, like, uh, Denzel Washington, his first award, theater award, was at Delco for the play When the Chickens Come Home to, to Roost by Lawrence Holder, the same mm-hmm. the same fellow who wrote the play um, Monk for Me. And then uh, Felicia Rashad won the Delco Award the uh, same year for the play that she was in, Zora, which was written by Lawrence Holder. And uh, Samuel Jackson and and the list goes on about so many people who are on the big screen now, but they started in theater, and they were acknowledged by the Adelco Awards over the years. So we're so very blessed and fortunate. I um, I don't know if um, if uh, Jackie has joined us or not. Um, have you? <laughs> I uh, I don't I don't. I, I sent a text to um, the person who's in the studio now, but that person hasn't responded. So I just want to make sure if if she's with us, that she speaks up. Um, is she, but, she, is she, she is Jackie. But I, I don't know. Um, okay. I don't know if she is or not because I, like I said, I she hasn't said anything. I I did unmute the mic mm-hmm. of the person who joined us right after you started speaking, but. Maybe that person is a part of um, the Mandela honorees, because <laughs> I know one person is from Mandela honorees. Um, so, um, 
Well, I just texted her to tell her to call now so let's see what happens. Okay. okay. But, uh, okay. you know, we, we, we're on the tight, kind of tight yeah. schedule. I think we, we're mm-hmm. good with time so far, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. So um, so some of the other, some, a couple of other actors have, have joined us, um, and, and so I wanted to um, give you an opportunity. I know we're a little early, but that's okay because we're talking about a dog call. So if you want to... You know, Tell before we before we do that, and I just go in this little this little plug for people who are in New York or coming to New York on Monday night, um, and you want to come to the Adelco Awards, go to www.adelco a u d e l c o dot org for the information. <clears throat> okay. For the fiftieth mm-hmm. annual Viv Awards, Adelco. Right. And, yeah. And uh, again, we're located at the Tribeca Performing Arts Center, one ninety West Street, New York. Mhm. Right. Yeah. So, um, so we have a couple of actors uh, in the studio. Um, the uh, the last part of your phone numbers are four six three three and four zero zero two. The four six three three. Do you want to introduce yourself and and tell us about Adelco and you know sort of what this this award means to you? Hi. Hi. Good, how are you? Wait a before you speak, Khalil, I just want to say this is dedicated to you. No complaints and no regrets. I still believe in chasing dreams and placing bets. For I have learned in life all you give is all you get. So you give it all you got. I've had my share, drank my fill, and even though I'm satisfied, I'm hungry still. The sea was down the road, beyond the hill, and do it all again. So here's to life, and every joy it brings. Here's to life, the dreamers and their dreams. May all your songs be weathered. And all that's good, get better. Here's the life. Here's the love. And happy birthday to you. <laughs> there you go, Khalil. Um, that's for you. <laughs> it's his birthday today. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. I am going to unmute everyone's microphone, so if you could, um, um, you know, sort of keep the background sound down. But we are, we're talking about Adelco this morning, the Adelco Awards, uh, celebrating a 50th anniversary this year on awards night, Monday, November 28th, and folks that are in New York, um, you can get your your tickets, and you don't want to don't want to miss this. And you can um, go to the website a u d e l c o dot o r g to find out more about the um, awards night and about the organization. Um, so back to um, the uh, 
birthday person. Um, do you want to um, say a little something about Adolco? We're sort of like going around. And, and I, we were waiting to see if um, Miss uh, Jackie Jeffries was going to join us. Are you in the studio? I guess she's not. I guess no, she's, she's not. not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so Khalil, go ahead. Yeah, I was listening away. and I heard you call out my phone number, so I figured I'd answer the call. Um, I'm very excited about this opportunity to to uh, join into the Adelco family. I mean, 50 years—that's incredible. Um, one of my family members, you, you know, they they say it takes a village. You know, and one of my mamas, my mother had me when she was 17. So essentially I was raised by my mother and and all of the uh, young, beautiful women that surrounded her. So one of my other mothers, Karen Perry, won an Adelco Award in 2013 uh, for the piano lesson and um, as, as a costume designer. So, you know, I want to keep it in the family tradition and um and there's so many other there's so many other extended artistic family members um that that I'm connected to um so I'm excited to to be part of this now you know stepping in in as a playwright and and stepping into that space and with this being the first play that I've offered and being nominated um it 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 gives me a great joy and encouragement to keep going. So thank you for that. Wow, that's so awesome. And uh, and the play is uh, Lambs to Slaughter, is that correct? Yes, Lambs to Slaughter. Yes, we were at the Cherry Lane Theater. And um, we were in, in the smaller theater, uh, so we were able to do sold-out shows every night, and um, the response was wonderful. I put it up there as an equity showcase to see if we had a play. And it uh, turns out we do. So it was it was a beautiful experience. Nice, nice. And and I noticed that um, James Garrett, you're in the studio. Um, so we're talking about Adalco. Um, would you like to chime in and tell us a little bit about yourself and and why Adalco is is the recognition that really matters, you know, to a uh, an African American or black thespian. I don't hear you. James, we can't hear you. James? Okay. <clears throat> well, while we wait for for James to unmute or fix the technology, you might have to call in, call, hang up and call back in. Okay. We have another guest. Oh, I think I hear you. Say something. I just heard Hello? you, and then oh, there you are. Yes, is that James? Me? No, no, no. That's, I'm not James. Oh, okay. Um, who's who's speaking? Oh, I have to put this on mute. Sorry. I'm Keith Keith Johnson. Oh, okay. Keith Johnson, Lambs to Slaughter. The Lambs to Slaughter folks are early. <laughs> no worries. Um, so right now we're talking about <laughs> about the Adalco Awards. We're kind of like, you know, sort of flowing with it. Um, and so since 
you know, we have your voice, you know, now you're in the space. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the Adulco Awards and your nominee and, and what that means to you? Well, I was like, wow. <laughs> um, the Adulco Awards been around for quite a bit. I was in a show called Song of Sheba in 89, directed by, created by uh, Elmo Terry Morgan and National Black Theater. And we won a bunch of Delco Awards. That was my the beginning of uh, working with Delco. I uh, hosted a Delco uh, one year with Mary Wilson and Andre DeShields. Worked with Eric, uh, Elmo Terry Morgan um, on a few when he was directing a lot of that. Uh, that was early on. And so now I'm living in Florida. And Khalil called me to, <laughs> to write some music for his play. And we've been working for on it for a while. And uh, this is a very brilliant, humble brother because this play is, is really something to see. Uh, I should not only see but experience. And um, and I thought it was a big honor and some big shoes to fill. But it was pretty it was pretty easy to work with such great people and write music for this play. So to be on um, nominated outstanding music director is pretty incredible. Um, I don't really, you know, I don't, yeah, it's just, it's just incredible. This, this year has been pretty um, challenging and rewarding. And uh, Lambs of Slaughter was a big part of the uh, highlight of this year. It was an incredible piece and um, the cast was outstanding. And I have to Really honor my musicians, Pat Patrick, my cousin Antonio, and Will, you know, for really helping to, and, and executing this music to just kind of sonically, you know, drive the play. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty exciting, and I'm, I'm honored. I'm looking forward to being there on Monday. I haven't been to the Adelgos in years. I work with Ron Neal on this, you know, Jazzy Thespians. Um, honoring, you know, the Adelco Awards, but I've moved to Florida, so I'm not in New York unless I'm working. And so, uh, yeah, the Adelco is pretty incredible, and I'm, and I'm glad and honored and, and grateful to be nominated. You know? mm-hmm. Wow. Well, congratulations, um, Keith Johnson, um, musical director um, for Lambs to Slaughter. And so uh, <laughs> since we are starting um, with um, Lambs to Slaughter, I want to give the uh, the lead actress an opportunity to chime in if she's in the studio now. Um, are you? I know Jackie Jeffries is in the studio. Can oh, is me? she? Oh, yes. great. Oh, yes, Jackie. I am. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. We're, <laughs> we, we're sort of like freestyling it now. So happy to have you join us. You're the president of Adalco. So, yeah, we've been talking about Adalco. You know, Ron Neal is a great ambassador <laughs> for the organization. Yeah, yeah. So tell us about, about um, the Adalco, um, you know, institution and um, – and about, you know, this coming Monday, the 50th anniversary, congratulations. Oh, I thank you. So the Doko Awards, and let me first say 
it's so befitting that I would go behind my dear, dear friend. Um, then we actually started going to the adults at the same time. And <laughs> so how wonderful to have him speak first. He's so eloquent. Um, so Adoko started by Miss Vivian Robinson, and I say her wonderful married crew of women in 1992 incorporated, uh, 1972 incorporated, and then the award started in 1973. So, and why Adoko? Because it is imperative that we honor our own that we continue to keep our stories going. ADOCA was originally started as an audience development group. That's the acronym, ADOCA. And so Ms. Vivian um, began taking groups to theaters, to black theaters. So she would go to the theaters and never see us in the seats. So she decided to put together a group of women, and they started going to see plays, and out of that, one night she had a conversation with Mr. Roger Furman and Ms. Irene Gandy, and they decided that they would create what we now call the Adult Awards. And so we've celebrated so many um, greats over the years, and Miss um, Grace Jones, after Miss mm. Vivian passed in 1996, um, after a few presidents like Mr. Fred Powell, um, the late Mr. Fred Powell, Miss um, Carrie Jackson, Miss um, Mary Davis, um, yeah. they all they all took their turn at um, being president, making sure the torch continued. Um, and so Miss Grace had it for 13 years, and so for like eight years she asked me to be. The president. <laughs> so I was able to ward it off for eight good years, but I'm honored to step into her shoes, Miss Vivian's shoes, and all the presidents and all the people who have worked and supported to keep this alive. It is so necessary for us to say we are excellent. Our stories are important. They must continue, and we must support them. And so I'm honored to be on the phone with you. I'm honored to be on the phone with Rome, the cast of Lambs to Slaughter, and I know there's a couple of other casts. Um, and I say thank you to you all for continuing to do the work, to let your talents be seen and heard. And I, as long as I am president, I will continue to do my best to honor our people and our community. Jackie, Jackie, yeah. could you Jackie, could you tell us about some of the um, the highlights that you put together for this award ceremony? I, I know we had Miss Tony Award winning Lillian White is going to be a host, along with Ty Stevens, and you, you you've done so many. What this this is Jackie's brainchild, I must say, and it's a beautiful presentation that she's she's putting to, putting together for us all. Could you expound upon that a bit? Okay, so um, we have some great honorees. Where, um, let, let me first say, um, we have the great, magnificent Mr. Chap Chapman Roberts, and he's putting together a presentation to honor Miss Mickey Grant and Miss Bennett Carroll. 
um, 50 years of Don't Bother Me, I Can't Cope. And we're also celebrating Your Arms Too Short with to Box with God and honoring both ladies from urban stages for the greatness that started with them and continues on through today. We have, we're also honoring the cast of the Five Heartbeats for their 30-year-plus. <laughs> um, um, you know, just really, um, I was speaking to Mr. Omar Edwards today and, um, you know, just talking about, you know, moving forward with um, the tap through history and he mentioned, like, Mr. honoring Mr. James Earl Jones. We, in turn, are honoring some greats like Mr. Richard Wesley, uh, Mr. Count Stovall, uh, um, Assemblywoman Inez Dickens. Um, people don't know that she's single-handedly made sure that we receive funding along with Letitia James. Let me not leave her name out. But at this point, we're honoring Miss Inez Dickens and so many other greats. Um, I can't even wrap my mind. Miss Elizabeth Van Dyke, Miss um, uh, Peggy Austin, uh, re- representing the Negro Ensemble Company in the Billy Holiday Theater, uh, Mr. Jamal Joseph, um, New Heritage. It's just I'm trying to make sure we encompass as many of the black theaters and celebrate them as they've celebrated us over the years. And so yeah. I would say come out, enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I have a question. With... Yes. Yeah, I have a question. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, yes. But okay. I wanted to know, um, Really, it was really wonderful for those of us that aren't in New York to be able to um, – to participate virtually last year and I think the year before and I know this year is um you know in in the in the place and um I was wondering if um Adolfo might consider um live streaming for those of us who support black theater but aren't you know in New York um that's one question and then the second one is um we have cast um uh, as well as playwrights and musical directors from Mandela um, this morning, Black Love and Oya and Lamb to Slaughter on on you know in the studio with you presently, and so the second question is how sort of what is uh, what is your process around nomination nominating people um, how does that work how did these honorees get to be honorees um, and then we'll and then after that, I'll move into the conversation with the folks from Mandela. But those are my two questions. So absolutely, we are open to streaming. We are not streaming this time um, because we didn't plan ahead for it. We were just going back inside. And this particular theater, it's um, is absolutely prepared for it. We just needed to have a, a little bit more time to make it happen. But going forward, it will be streamed live. Hopefully the dream is um, to shore it up so we can bring it to Toggle Vision at some point. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the big vision. Um, yes. So, yes, we are open to streaming, and hopefully next year we will be able to do the both, um, live Excellent. and streaming. Yeah. 
So that's the goal this year. Thinking, sure. thinking on the big okay. picture, next year we'll be able to nationally broadcast the Adelco Awards. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. And so our process for nominations. So there's a group of eight to nine of us, and we go out and we see as many um, off-Broadway shows that um, represent our history, our life, our ups, our downs, and we go and we see the plays, and then the it starts in September of the year, and it ends in um, August 31st, and then in September we meet, and um, I call it our love fest. <laughs> we get together and we decide out of all the plays we see, um, which, what, what, what will be the plays that stand. So there's usually like anywhere between 20 to 30 plays every year that are being nominated. Um, and um, so sometimes it's a love fest, sometimes it's a fight fest, but, you know, because everybody has their own preference. But in the end, we always make sure that what we left on the table is the best of the best. And mm-hmm. I can say when you say lambs to slaughter, um, when you say oya, when you say black love, um the best of the best is still on the table, right? <laughs> so, and um, because over time it has evolved and um, a lot of the grant money has gone to, um, I'm going to say, non-traditional, well, a lot of money is, is being given to um, theaters that are not um, run by black people anymore. So now we have a lot of work being done by other companies. So we've become a little bit more inclusive, but it has to be a story um, written, directed, something about our life, about our culture, something that's going to move us forward, something that's going to help the next generation. It is. It still has the same mission. Mission is about us and making sure mm-hmm. that we keep our stories out there. So... At the end of the day, once we've nominated everything, then we make a decision, a final decision, and we list the plays, and then we call the producers, and then we start nomination, and then people can go in and vote for their plays. So they always say the Black Tonys. And I say the people's choice because Adoka is run by membership. So Mm. by us, for us, right? So you join, you can vote for yourself, you can vote for any, let's say this year is 30 plays, right? You can vote for any play that you've seen, um, you know, your friend. You can just vote and you make sure that we, we make sure that we celebrate each other by being part of the process, by owning the process and not going outside asking for assistance. Um, this is a black-owned institution and we want to be supported and celebrated by our own. We're not opposed to outside money, but it really was started for us to take care of our own. And that's where I would like to keep it going. That's how I would like to keep it going. 
if possible. And how, how you will keep it going, though. How you <laughs> yeah. will keep it going. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, um, you know, Jackie, for joining us. Um, and, and thank you to the uh, the thespians and other nominees that have been so patiently in the studio with your mics muted. It's really awesome. No sound. <laughs> so we're able to hear, um, you know, Jackie well and, and, and Rome as well. So now I'd like to um, invite into the studio um, uh, James Garrett, uh, uh, Malika Nzinga, and Robert Green. If you're here, um, I have unmuted your mics if you'd like to join us and talk to us about Mandela, talk to us about yourselves and this Adolco Award. Okay, Jane Kick, can you hear me now? Yes, we can. <laughs> oh, great, 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 great. Great. Uh, you know, I just want to say, number one, that I'm so honored uh, to even be recognized, to be thought of, you know, uh, to have this nomination for Nadelco. It's been a long, hard road for me with many roadblocks, but we always find a way to come back and this year, uh, nomination, I'm so humbled mm. and so honored. And I have mm. so many people that I, I have to thank, uh, uh, especially I have to thank my uh, director and producer, John Ruiz, and his wife, Yolanda, who kept the dream alive. Uh, I have to thank uh, the late Lou Myers, who uh, I was one of his students for over 30 years, and he taught me most of the stuff that I know. And uh, as I said, Lou Myers from where? Huh? Acknowledge Lou, Lou Myers. People may not know Lou Myers when you said that. Okay. Name. If you don't know Lou Myers, if you used to watch uh, A Different World, uh, mm-hmm. Lou Myers played Mr. Gaines. Oh. Okay. Yes. And uh, I'm blessed that he had an opportunity to play Mr. Gaines, but. To be very honest, it really didn't show who this man really was because Lou Myers was a brilliant man. He spoke several several languages. I mean, he was a father figure, a brother figure. Uh, he mentored so many people. And uh, I'm just thankful for that experience. Mm, you know. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um why don't you tell us about Mandela, um, since you're the only one speaking um, of the oh, three people. Robert, Green, like Robert Green's three. here. Oh, are you? Okay. Oh, you yeah, are Mandela. Yeah, I was letting James have the space. Uh, I share the same thing James was saying, just the honor to be nominated and just the, the energy and the foundation of the, the, of the awards and what it stands for. And I think mm-hmm. Mandela, the piece, the play is parallel to that. And it's exciting to present to a younger generation a historical figure such as Mandela. And the play captures more than just Mandela, just the energy of the time and what was happening. And you see parallels with today's society. So it is enriching to to be a black artist and to share the story of your people with your people and also to be nominated and recognized by your people for what you've done. And like James was saying, we've been on our grind for a long time with this show. So it feels good to finally, you know, keep it going and keep the momentum and to be recognized and to be here. And I'm extremely thankful. Mm-hmm. And go, shout out to the women way. too. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> no, excuse me. I, I hear, I hear, I hear talking in the background. 
if, if you could Rome mute yourself. If you could Hello? mute, Rome, stop talking because I can't, we can't hear the person who just said something. Oh, <laughs> I, I just yeah. need to say one thing. Well, we we got to pay homage to Lloyd Goodman, the great Lloyd Goodman, yes. who created the part of Mandela. He's no longer with mm-hmm. us. He's one of our great actors. And uh, I just, I'm hearing this, but I really got had to put that in there. Lloyd yeah, is that, phenomenal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. we wasn't going to forget Lloyd. You know, no. that was definitely coming in, you know, because Lloyd Lloyd was a, a fresh voice. I've known Lloyd since he was 14 years old, and I had an opportunity to see this this young man grow into a tremendous actor. Not only tremendous, but so humble, so giving. And, uh, and it's... Bye, Rob. His spirit's with us every night when we're out there on stage and we perform and before... I myself accepted the role. I was hesitant because uh, I, when we first started the play, I was playing another role, and Lloyd was like my theater big brother, and I just had to find it right in my spirit, and I felt like he gave me the signs and said, go ahead, and go ahead, brother, keep carrying the torch. So every night we're out there repping for Lloyd and representing for the ancestors, but we have never got to this point where we are with this production without Lloyd's guidance and his foundation with uh, originating the role. Indeed. So, so this particular play is—it's um, been around for a minute. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, it has, and it's—it continues. We go back up, uh, I believe, February third mm-hmm. through the nineteenth at the uh, American Theatre of Actors on West Fifty Fourth Street, and uh, the journey continues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I heard. I heard a. Um, a female voice. You heard a female voice because these guys are just talking about everything that Mandela did. But what about Winnie? That's right. What about <laughs> Winnie? Well, Monica, you a star. Thank you. Go ahead, tell her about Winnie. Well, yeah, first, you know, first tell first, first tell us your name when you all speak. If you could give us give us your name as well, so that people who are listening will know who who's um who's speaking. Absolutely. Hello, everybody. This is Malika Nzinga. Um, I recently played Winnie, Malika um, Zella Mandela, in uh, the Mandela production, and I'm looking forward to this coming February 2023 to reprise that role. Um, you know, Winnie was the backbone of the movement in South Africa, and um, she was also Nelson Mandela's backbone, and I don't think that the movement itself would have progressed as far as it did without um, her struggle and her fight and uh, her perseverance and um, to be able to play an individual of that stature, I cannot even essentially put words to it. Uh, so I'm completely honored and um, really proud of being able to join the cast as I was able to and um, excited that we got nominated for an amazing production and some great writing. And, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Who's the uh, playwright for Mandela? Uh, that would be Yolanda Brooks. And oh. uh, produced by John Ruiz, yes. <laughs> Nice, nice. Yeah, excellent. Uh, John Ruiz, he directed the show as well. He absolutely did and did a great job. 
yeah. kind of gave us mm. some free reign, at least for me coming in, you know. Um, I was kind of like the, the last uh, man on the totem pole. But um, I felt really comfortable being able to join the cast and um, work with John and Yolanda, absolutely. Mm. Awesome, awesome. Great, great. Um, Black Love and Oya, are you all in the studio? Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How so, y'all doing? Um, yeah, Jade, uh, Jade Mason, um, you're in both plays, Black Love and Oya. Why don't you kick it off with, um, you know, telling us about the play and about Adalco and your role? Okay, all right. So Black Love is an extraordinary play produced, written by, and directed by Black Spectrum's very own Mr. Carl Clay. Um, Black Love is about community and what different folks are going through to find their way in this life. It's dramatic. It's dilemma. It's tragic. Um, Love is loss. Um, Gun violence, family relationships between lovers, family, family and um, father and son, community, um, one of the main lines of what black love is about is the need of the many outweigh the need of the few. And it also touched base about the importance of voting and things of that nature. Um, I've played the role, I played this three different roles. Um, one of the roles was the opening scene as a poet. Um, I played a grocery, grocery owner's wife, a widow. And I also played an older woman, educated woman in the community center, uh, audience member. Um, yeah. And as for, well, about the Delcos, I am so grateful, first of all, about the Delcos. Um, my actual first time attending the Delcos was, uh, 2019. Um, I had the privilege of being invited by, um, Rome Neal, I'm so grateful because it was during that time we was actually practicing the first go-round of Twas the Night Before Kwanzaa, and um, I had the opportunity to be in the presence of legends, and I was just so filled with joy. I was so excited. I was like, what? I'm going to be on that stage next year, but, you know, we all know what happened. The pandemic happened, and it's crazy now we're in 2022, and to know that both the plays that I was so blessed to be in Oya and Black Love, both uh, nominated for a revival. I'm just like, wow, like, talk about manifestation. Um, So I'm just so grateful um, to even be a part of um, um, Black Love and um, Oya. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Um, Folger Hodges, talk to us about about these plays, about the dog code, about yourself. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, uh, I have to say that uh, Black Love was interesting because I I originally did not get cast as this, you know, important elevator operator who weaves through all these stories and puts them all together in terms of different situations of Black Love. And then for the end, having his own situation with Black Love that he has to deal with. And uh, our relationship, my relationship with Carl Clay dates back all the way to 1977 because I've been with Black Spencer for about 40 years. And um, I, uh, you know, that I've been there for 40 years, but I've been in the business about 45. So um, 
I've been working with them diligently, and they are singly the institute that has shaped my career for many, many years. I got to teach there. I got to perform there. I got to direct there, and um, still doing it, still going strong. And uh, then you have Oya, written by the great David D. Wright, who is probably one of the most winningest people in Adelco history. I think he got 11 trophies already, and he's nominated again this year. So uh, I played the role of Elegba in uh, Oya, and that was interesting because myself, Jade, and Aaron, we all, during the rehearsal process, we all caught COVID at the same time. (laughs) And uh, we had to, uh, you know, take a moment, and we had to be isolated from everyone. I didn't come back till five days before the opening, and uh, I had to learn the dances, the songs, and the blocking five days. But it was well worth it. It was a lot of fun playing those characters. And, and, you know, a lot of people don't know that Adelco honored me with a Board of Directors Award many years ago, many years ago. And um, I keep that to my heart because that organization, we need that type of organization so that people can see the excellence that is out there, the excellence of black theater. Wow. Thank you. Congratulations on on the recognition that you've received in your career and, and the work you continue to do. Yeah, wonderful. Oh, thank you so much. Mhm. And uh Mr. Aaron Watkins. <laughs> you there, Aaron? Are you still are you still there? Oh, wait a second, maybe this is his number. <laughs> can you hear me now? Oh, is is this you? Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yes. Uh, so peace and blessings to everybody. It's an honor, privilege, and a pleasure to be on this phone call. Um, you know, I just, my journey is, um, I'm from Baltimore, Maryland, and the last, you know, couple of years, I've mostly just been a television personality interviewing people here in Brooklyn. And after so many years of interviewing so many talented artists, I finally said, you know, I want to take my chance to be on the stage and to be in some of these stories. And over the last couple of years, as I've worked on my craft, I've had the privilege to to go out to Black Spectrum Theater. And um, just this last year with these amazing productions um, from Oya and Black Love, you know, I've just really had the chance to really run the gamut of just the Black experience in that, you know, when you take on these roles from uh, playing a god, a, a Reuben god, to uh, an addict, you know, you just really realize just what a true spectrum um, that we all have to deal with in our everyday lives. You know, we're all the, uh, the protagonist and the antagonist of our own stories. And so to grace the stage alongside Fulton and Jade and tell these amazing stories has just really, truly been a, an, an honor, a privilege, and a pleasure. And I can't believe that I'm going to get an opportunity to, to sit down and commune with you all and, and to clap and to be in the audience um, this coming Monday. I'm just super excited. I love black theater, and I'm, I'm loving the opportunity that I have been able to contribute. And so... Yeah, I'm just super excited for what's to come. Oh, wow, that's so interesting, you know, 
Oh, sorry. If um, if people could mute themselves if you're not speaking because we're getting some ambient sound. Thank you. Someone and was hello, ready to Ms. say something? Miss Jackie Jeffries, hello, Miss Wanda. Um, Hi. You know, for anybody who got a chance to, to come out to this theater, you know, like uh, like Jade was saying, Black Love just dealt with so many different concepts and, and – um, just views of black love, from brotherly love to, to fatherly love, to the love you have for, for your spouse, the love you have for a community. Um, the part that I played, Earl, I uh, played several parts, but a lot of people remember the last scene uh, where I played an addict. And, you know, more so than any other play I've done in a while, so many people have pulled me aside, not just to say, like, wow, what a you know, great performance, but to really pull me aside after these shows and say, you know, you really affected me. I really was moved by your performance. Because the fact of the matter is, you know, all of us know somebody that's dealing uh, with an, an, an addiction. And it triggered so many people in, in a lot of different ways. And I had so many just amazing conversations um, after playing this role in Black Love that, you know, it really just made me realize the power of theater and what an awesome, true blessing each one of us has uh, to answer the call, to, to show these stories and, and to take these writers' words and to make them more than that, to make them more images and just throw ourselves into this pantheon of blackness that will forever live in the minds of our people. It, it's an amazing thing, so hats off to you all. Hmm. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm really thinking like, wow, it's so nice to have multiple black theaters in the same town. How how rich. Mm-hmm. Amen. Bless you. Yeah. Absolutely, it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe you all can get some funding so that you can stream so those of us that are not, you know, those of us in the desert <laughs> can we get some water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Adolfo in, in the it. diaspora. You know, let me we think about that. Adolfo in the diaspora. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Can I put a word in there, Wanda? Pardon me. Uh, can I put a word in there? I just want to say um, that the well, yeah, go ahead, um, Rome, and then we need to get to. Um, uh, there were, uh, I think there was one person from Lambs to Slaughter that he didn't get a chance to to chime oh, okay. in. But go ahead. This month of November, I have dubbed Black Theater Month quite a few years mm. ago, and um, it, it's all so true with this production of the Adelco Awards that is usually the third Monday in, in November. Now it's the fourth, fourth Monday in November, and so many great people. Vivian Robinson was born in November, and so many great things have happened. But this is Black Theater Month. For me and and for so many people, I did a show called um, uh, Jazzy Thespians in which I celebrated Adelco every year. It's been a busy year this year, and virtually I wasn't un- unable to celebrate them. But, again, this is Black Theater Month, and we're going to close it with gold. But, however, on November 30th, we have a show at Black Spectrum Theater, which, which um, Aaron... Jade and Fulton are in entitled Twas the Night Before Kwanzaa and that starts on November 30th 
Okay, mm-hmm. that's me. Yeah. Well, I might have to have you say something about that, um, you know, again. <laughs> we'll come, we'll come um, back to another day. Yeah, yeah, um, so. yeah, but no, I'm just saying, you know, before we, we close, um, you know, this particular um, show. But I wanted to um, to give um, the lead actress, um, her last name is uh, Faiza. I don't know how to pronounce your Adiaga. name. Adiaga. Adiaga. Oh, Good. there you are. <laughs> oh, Good, afternoon. Good afternoon to you, yes. Hi. Hi. So tell us about Lamb to Slaughter. Tell us about um, Adult Co. Awards and what makes it so special. And tell us about your character. What makes it so special? Well, you know, mm-hmm. Lamb to Slaughter, this piece was personal. You know, it wasn't mm. just a story. We all had a common threading with this piece that we're all, we were all as a cast experiencing at the same time, so the stars aligned in that way. And so from there, we began to build from the page in ways that felt very real to the extent that it was more so a reckoning for us at times during the rehearsal process, during the show, and even after we closed. It, it, it wasn't just a show for us. Um, in my character, Joan, um, I always say Joan doesn't believe in the consistency of good things, all right? She's had two pivotal losses, the father of her youngest son, um, Emmett, and the devastating loss of her oldest son, uh, Lonnie, and, and she doesn't have any answers regarding his death. So at the point in which we are introduced to Joan uh, at the uh, beginning of the piece, we're, we're watching her process in the middle of her grief. And much like grief, you know, it comes in waves and it has many colors and layers. And one layer of her grief is this uh, cognitive dissonance of time and, and sometimes space and, and a tight grip and uh, I would say anxiety over uh, the day-to-day whereabouts of her son, Emmett. But my counterpart, Paul, comes in masterfully played by Khalil Kane, and, you know, he drags her <laughs> out of this space that, you know, she has, I would say, intentionally held herself uh, up in emotionally and physically, you know, and his presence is unwanted but very needed. And so uh, there are a lot of breakthrough moments, and and Khalil and I uh, on stage is is like doing a dance, and we're in step every night, and the dance always, uh, it felt, you know, fresh and new and exciting, and it was just an honor to be a part of this piece. Hmm. Wow, it sounds so exciting. Congratulations on, you know, being nominated. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm, yeah. Wow. And um, has the play closed already? Yes, it has. It closed uh, July 3rd. July 3rd. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I'm just like, wow, it's so rich out there in New York town, in New York land. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh my goodness. There's a lot of exciting theater happening. Mhm. Definitely, definitely. Wow. So, um besides the the Kwanzaa play coming up, is there anything that um our audiences need to know about that we can support you in, particularly those that are, you know, um in on your coast? Uh, my coach, well, currently I'm still, you know, I'm still auditioning. I do have something. I can't really announce this yet, but I do have my first um, upcoming appearance on Primetime Network. So 
that's coming up soon, and so I'm really excited about that. And you know, I'm I'm just still I'm still out there. I was really excited to be a part of this work because I hadn't been I hadn't done a theater piece in maybe about uh, two years. So I just dived right back into this, and I always say, you know, um, the theater's for the theater's for the the craft. You know, sometimes film is really for the exposure, but theater, when you want to sharpen your tools, theater is where it's at. So I'm really just excited I was able to just dive right back into this space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, Well, we have a little more time. Anyone else have anything they want to share about about your work, about Adalco, about something coming up? Well, I just want to remind everyone that Mandela will be coming back in February at the American Theater of Actors on 54th Street. I believe it's the 3rd to the 19th. Uh, So make sure that if you're in town for Black History Month that you come see us uh, and come support us. We'd love to have the audiences with us. Mm -hmm. And is this Malika speaking? This is Malika speaking, yes. To die. <laughs> and you're going to be representing Monday Mandela again? I surely am. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm honored to do it. Um you know, I have been to countless Odoko awards, so this is this is kind of coming full circle for me and for the rest of us, and so we're really excited to be able to present uh, Mandela again to new audiences, and um we hope that you all come out to support. And to learn. Awesome. Excellent. Excellent. Super. Anyone else? Excited to be at the Adelcos. <laughs> the community, yes. Yeah. Such an honor and privilege. Really excited to be there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's a true honor. Yeah, yeah. You know, the whole idea of um, you know, sort of having that that space, you know, to be on, you know, the stage, you know, telling our stories, um, you know, something that we can't take for granted. Um, because a lot of times people don't want to hear our stories. And um and you know here when I go to the theater before COVID, um, and I don't know what it looks like now, but a lot of times our stories would be presented, but we wouldn't be in the house, and our stories would be presented by people that don't have our cultural experience, and and so I think Adolfo is is really you know um, important because these plays are by us and for us, um, and even you know, having black theaters, you know, like the Spectrum Theater, which I keep on uh, hearing a lot about, uh, about, but I've never, I've never been in the theater. I think I, Black Spectrum, I think I watched something online about the theater. Um, someone want to tell us about some of the black theaters in New York that are still producing theater for our people? Well, yes, I Woody, Woody King Jr.'s a new federal theater that's still producing theater and has been nominated for a uh, Delco Award for their play. Um, I forget the name of it. Uh, Gang Lum. Gang Lum, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
by Charles White. Mm-hmm. And there's been um the uh, excuse me, Rome, I heard I heard some, I heard excuse me, Rome, wait a second. I, I heard someone's voice before you started speaking that wanted to say something. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Sorry. Hmm. It must be a ghost voice. Yeah, it was a it was a woman's voice, but I she's not saying anything now. <laughs> that was just Malika um saying the name of the play that was um produced by New Federal. That was Gong Lum's Legacy. Yes, okay. that's right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's an interesting name, Gong Lum's Legacy. Is that a person's name? It's, it is a person's legacy uh, name. Uh it's a it's a play about a Chinese um store owner back in the 1800s that had mm-hmm. a store and had black workers working for for him and um, the, the sister falls in love with the Chinese uh, man's um, nephew and it's a wonderful love story mm-hmm. nice nice yeah and um, in other other theaters Well, course, I think I didn't mean to interrupt you. You know, I think that you know when we talk about black theater, I think that that's really one of the concerns that there are not that many uh, standing black theaters. That there are black theater companies, um, and we, you know, we go around and we rent space. But mm-hmm. you know, the, the white theaters they have their brick and mortars, and um, black theater does not. You know, Black Spectrum does. Um, I, I, off the top of my head, I cannot think of that many other theaters in the city that have their own spaces where they can put on their own productions. Well, there's also the National Black Theater, which is is down for um, they built they they owned that land on 125th Street and and Fifth Avenue, and now it is being torn down to build up a, a major complex with the theater at, on the ground floor of it. So they have done quite a, quite a few plays over the years, and they're coming back in, in a magnificent way, owning their own theater, brand spanking brand new theater over there. That's wonderful. Oh, just mm, that's really wonderful. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's really excellent. Um so so there are a lot of black um theater companies but not a lot of black theater spaces like where um the theater is owned by um the black theater company. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also the Crossroads Theater in in mm. in New Jersey also. Mhm. Yeah, they've been around a long time. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe that's um that's a move for for the future, you know, having more brick and mortar spaces because um, it could be like a cooperative, you know, where several companies here in the Bay Area we have a space uh, called African an African American Art and Culture Complex, and in that particular building, several arts organizations share the theater space. You also have the Black Repertory Theater there in, in Oakland, right? yes. in Berkeley. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. We sure do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done quite a few uh, works with them virtually over the year, past years with uh, Dr. Mona V. Scott and, and her son, Sean Scott. So uh, they've been mm-hmm. doing some wonderful work. Yeah, that, that's very true. Mm-hmm. 
Actually, wow. quite a few of their first black Ishmael Reed started there and came to New York to the New York and Poets Cafe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they're going to have something, um, I think, uh, early early um, next month um, there, the play that... Um, that we uh, that you all that he did a uh, stage reading at a theater there um, um the there in New York mhm the conductor <laughs> right yeah well i want to thank all of you so much for this really wonderful conversation and uh and good luck <laughs> on on monday november 28th and rome do you want to like since you you're the reason you so you you pulled us all together do you want to give the you know the commercial and the information and the you know the final word. Well, the final word is before I close down. I just got to acknowledge my home base, which is the New Eureka Poets Cafe on the Lower East Side. We own our own building there, and we've done black theater, black theater for so many years. Mary Baraka, Ishmael Reed, Wesley Brown. And the list goes on to so many black theater productions where we merit and won over 35 Adelco Awards, three Production of the Year Awards, and quite a few awards for myself as the actor and director. So I have to acknowledge my home base for me, we can post cafe. And in closing, I just want to say thank you to all the participants in today's historic, truly historic uh, uh, presentation of black theater at its best and celebrating youth lesbians who are being nominated for the Adelco Awards. Uh, we hope to see you all at the Adelco that's 190 West Street uh, in Manhattan at the Tribeca Performance Arts Center. For further information, go to www.adelco.org. Again, that's Adelco, A-U-D-E-L-C-O dot org. For tickets for the Adelco, just for information, more information about the Adelco, and go there, not just for that, but go there to support this organization because we all have to support each other. When those people are not giving us grants, we have to we have to give ourselves our grants. You know, it's just, sometimes it doesn't take a, a lot. It just takes somewhat of this Doing something in the pot to help us keep these organizations going. And Adelco really does need to support, too. So please support Adelco. Come to the awards. But go to the website and find out more about us and what we've been doing for the past 50 years and holding it down, celebrating black theater excellence. Right. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're quite welcome. Thank you, everyone. It's been really awesome. Really, really wonderful. I know you're going to have a wonderful time on Monday, uh, November yeah. 28th. All of you all together, oh, my goodness, it's going to be so wonderful. All the ancestors, you know, the seen and unseen, you all are going to really be partying. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> you're quite welcome. You take good care and have a good holiday. Thank you. All right. Peace and blessings. <laughs> Bye bye. Bye bye. Uh, we're going to um play a little bit of Delphio Marcellus um So New Orleans Jazz Party. Mm-hmm. 
play the beats with Uptown Groove. When you hear that big bass drum, yeah, you can't help but move. I'm so New Orleans, from the West Bank to the East. No matter where you live, drop that beat, we will jump in the street. I'm so New Orleans, being petty is how we roll. Y'all think I robbed, so we had us a boy, Cabot. I'm so New Orleans, I be pretty as wild child for two, mighty grass And when you hear this uptown folk, you know we coming to play. I'm so New Orleans, I remember living the night wall, it meant that you was poke. But nah, 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 that's where all the new hippies want to go. I'm so New Orleans, buddy bowling blues in the birthplace of jazz. Our music be so funky, make you shake your thing, shake your back. I'm so New Orleans, I remember crawfish was $1.27 a pound. Shopping at the Circle Food Store, that's how our folks used to get down. I'm so New Orleans, we brass so hard, tickle all the teeth in your mouth. Bang, give them a little taste so they know just what I'm talking about. Come on.
goodness. Gonna play a little Jimi Hendrix while I think about maybe playing something from the archives. I like the wind cries, Mary. We're gonna a voodoo child. I think I'm gonna play voodoo child, keeping the spirit of New Orleans. Thank you. 
<laughs> ah, Jimi Hendrix, Voodoo Child. And now we're going to close with um, a piece by Muziki Roberts, Roberson, um, the late Muziki Roberson, wonderful man. Uh, it's called Dogon Dance. <laughs> 